This week on One Crazy Story, comedian Mark Norman joins us to talk about what it's like to be robbed more than once. I run downstairs, like, picturing two guys in cuffs, you know, like a cop <laughs> yeah, got them. <laughs> and I went downstairs, and the cops were already gone. They left at, like, 6 a.m., and they had eaten everything in the kitchen. Those sons of bitches. So we got robbed again. You got robbed by the cops. The Pop-Tarts were gone. The cereal was gone. The milk was gone. Everything. Everything was gone. the ice cream bars. You Those- name it. Hello and welcome to another edition of One Crazy Story. I'm your host, Nate Armbruster, and this week I'm talking with comedian Mark Normand. For those who don't know Mark Norman, you may recognize him from his numerous Conan appearances, his Comedy Central special, his other Comedy Central appearances, or you may have even seen him opening up for Amy Schumer or Louis C.K. Um, this is a very exciting episode for me, because uh, Mark is a pretty well-known stand-up comedian. He's one of the best touring comedians, and uh, he's super funny and one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, before I recorded this, I actually had never met Mark in person and I saw he was going to be in town near, uh, near where I live in Ann Arbor, Michigan. There's a great comedy club there and Mark was headlining there the whole weekend and I saw him on the calendar and I was like, you know what? I wonder if Mark would do this. That'd be cool to have him on the show. You know, I think he's super funny and, uh, the guy's lived quite a life. So I I figured he's got plenty to talk about and he loves comedy. So I'm like, why wouldn't he want to do some random guy's podcast while he's in town on the road? Uh, what else is he doing with his time? I mean, that's what I do when I'm on the road. I, I, yeah, I tell people I'll do their what random podcast, but, um, so I sent Mark a message on Instagram and he replied almost immediately and was like, absolutely, let's do it. When do you want to do it? Friday, Saturday. So so without putting Mark on the spot, I, I kind of gave him an idea of what the show's about. You know, it's called One Crazy Story. You usually talk about something crazy that's happened to you, whatever. We're, we'll talk, we talk about anything. It's a podcast. It doesn't really matter. As long as it kind of fits that theme, I guess, is what I shoot for. Uh, we, we talk about Mark growing up in New Orleans um, and, and what it was like living there as a, you know, as a child and being robbed over and over. His family, they got robbed so many times they eventually had to move yeah so mark is everywhere man uh, make sure you go to his website find out where he's performing live he's on the road every weekend headlining somewhere uh opens for amy schumer on the road you, you know you can see him there's no excuse you got to see this guy live he's so funny also listen to his podcast you're gonna love it um uh, mention that uh, you found him because of me that'd be awesome so give me a shout out uh that way so he knows that this was worth it <laughs> doing my podcast um if you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, everywhere podcasts are available, Spotify now, um, iHeartRadio. Uh, share it with your friends and family, please. I really do appreciate it. Um, and send me an email at onecrazystory at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the show. I'd love to hear any thoughts you may have. Or if you have a story you'd like to share with me, just hit me up anytime, onecrazystory at gmail.com. Now, without further ado, enjoy this week's episode with myself and comedian Mark Normand. Uh, although yeah, I'm sure you love touring with Amy, but, um, I wanted to show you this cause a couple, the thing I like most about these arena tours, like those comics that do the arenas and stuff, mm. I'm always like, I wonder who's opening, you know? Yeah. I, think, I mean, I love Amy. I love Louie, but I'm always like, who's, I wonder that same thing. Right. So I'm like, who's opening? I want to go see that guy. Cause if you're playing to her fan base at 15,000 seats, it's like, you gotta be fucking funny. Right. Oh man. You're a real so, comedy guy to know that. Yeah. I'm just like, how do you, how do you go up there? Cause I think, cause I've opened for people who are like a door deal or a draw and I'm like, no, these people want to hear from me. Sure. And, 
there. Now, now multiply that by 15,000. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's Amy Schumer. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. So it's like a, a narrow tunnel of what they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they're there to see her. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about you in a way. So you really have to, to be able to like go on that stage and earn, you know, earn their respect. Um, so, uh, couple years ago it was 2016 October yeah it was October 7th I only remember the date because uh, I went to a wedding the next day my girlfriend wait a minute this wasn't the Kalamazoo no okay good. Detroit I, I bombed that one All right. <laughs> this was Detroit Joe so, Lewis yeah Joe Lewis Arena that's right and uh, uh, my girlfriend who uh, she was in town with her sister and they went they were like we're going to see Amy Schumer and I'm like that's sweet I'm like you got to check out, you got to make sure you watch the opener, Mark Norman. Oh, thanks. And cause she's a comedy fan and uh-huh. she was, um, she was like, Oh, absolutely. So after your set, she texts me, she goes, Oh my God, Mark was so funny. And she goes, I go to use the bathroom and I fucking ran into him. And she sent me this picture when I told her you were doing the podcast. How about that? Isn't that crazy? That's hilarious. Yeah. So I was, uh, she goes, you have to show him this picture. And I was like, all right. But yeah, she was like, she was wow. so pumped to meet you. She was like you starstruck. See, it was really that, funny. That's the little things where like people go. What do you take, foe? Who cares? Come on, come right. let's get a drink. Fuck this person wants a picture. And I'm like, ah, it takes two seconds, and then it, it makes a big difference. Like, yeah, that. yeah, I thought I that was that. so funny. Just like, holy shit, you were just walking around the concourse. Yeah, well, I'd heard her set eight zillion times. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm gonna go check this out. Yeah, you get a cocktail and you walk around the arena right, right. and you get a beer or whatever, and it's fun. <laughs> but you know what else is fun? Nerd to nerd is uh, watch a Netflix special or an HBO special, mm-hmm. and in the credits they tell you who opened. Yeah. And I used to love like pausing it or TiVoing it oh, yeah. and slowing it down. You're like, oh, wow, uh, John Mulaney opened for this Birbiglia or right. whoever. Or like Shane Torres, I know now, is like he's, he did like Pat Oswalt. I think he did Burt's too. Burt Kreischer's, like, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's cool. like all these people. It's Those are the people I really like to check out because usually they're like kind of the next to break, I feel like. Right, you know, right. they're on the way up. Like List opened, me and List opened for Louis 2017. Yeah. And he put us in. Yeah. Which, which was is, insane. I was blown away when I saw that because I opened for Joe. I met Joe here in Ann Arbor uh-huh. New Year's Eve a couple years ago. I doubt, I don't know if he'd remember me or not, but the next year I'm in New York at Madison Square Garden uh, at the Louis show. Oh, look at that. And I got there and I was like, Joe fucking List is on stage right now. And I'm like up in the balcony, like yeah. uh, way up in the rafters. How and, hilarious. And I was like, holy shit, I opened for this guy and now I'm watching him at Madison Square Garden. It was like, it was just this really cool, I was more excited to see him than Louis almost after I saw, you know. Right, I mean, right. it was a great show all around. That was, but, that was a killer. That hour didn't get its due, I feel yeah. like it was so good. But that's so funny you say that because he, Louis, this is how, you know, petty and annoying comics are, but mm-hmm. like, he was going around when he was running that hour, and he was like, oh, let me bring Michelle Wolf out for a while. Oh, let me bring List out for a while. Oh, let me bring Joe Mackey out. Let me bring Rachel Feinstein and Greer Barnes, all these people. Yeah. And I was always like, I haven't gone out. What's, <laughs> oh, you took Sam Morrill. Oh, what the fuck do That's I have hilarious. to do? And then like, he like a, had a bond with Joe, so he kept Joe, but he kept like intermingling the other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, uh, and I don't know if you've heard this story. Have you heard this? I may have How on I... Tuesdays with stories, but I want okay. I want I want to hear it again. So though. I'm sitting at the comedy cellar waiting to go on. Louis walks in, so I'm like, oh shit, Louis, we were we know each other, but he'd never used me. Yeah. And I went on and I had like a hot one. And he <laughs> saw it and I walk up to him like, here it comes. Yeah, right. He's gonna finally use me in the <laughs> arena tour. And he goes, Ah, you got twenty bucks? And I go, What? <laughs> he goes, You got twenty bucks? And I was like, uh, actually and I opened my wallet and I had one twenty in That's it. That's and great. he just took it out. He took it out of my wallet, which I thought was funny. That's hilarious. He took it out of my wallet and he's like, I gotta tip a driver or something. He ran out and tipped the guy and I was like, I was hoping to get on tour with this guy. Right. And he instead he takes my money and then he ran back in, he goes, What are you doing tomorrow night? And I had like four shows. I was like, mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You wanna open for me a town hall? 
And I did, and Mark Maron was on the show, and Mark Maron had a weird set, and I had a good set, and then he was like, hey, if you want to do some dates, and he was very, like, shy about it, like he was asking out a girl who was too hot. Right, and right. I was like, yes, I'll do it! <laughs> and then I got on the tour, I and it happened it. to be the one with the Netflix. I love it, dude. So it was That's all... so cool, and the fact that you and Joe are such good friends, and you're both touring with two of, the, like, the biggest touring comics. Exactly. It's just, it's so funny how your paths are kind of similar in that. Right, right. In, in that arena. <laughs> and to have a podcast, we can both bullshit yeah. about it together oh both being there tuesdays Perfect. of stories is funny as hell oh thanks i hope so uh, one try. of the first ones uh one of the first times i really really we like binged it was i was with martina and we were on our way back from like virginia i think it was and like we were just you know long car ride and he's yeah. just like what do you like to listen to i'm like i listen to anything whatever and he threw on a ton of these he tuesdays did of Story. yeah oh nice yeah it was so funny it was oh, so funny thanks um yeah so i've been listening ever since too um, oh that's nice to hear oh the comics seem to dig it which is yeah. a compliment because you yeah. know comics are judgy and picky. Well, me being consistently funny when it comes to like those kind of, I just you know that's tough. Yeah, <laughs> that's why like right now like I would love to be able to do that, but now I have to hit up like everybody that's you know coming to town. Sure, <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> I didn't even think you'd respond to my my messages. <laughs> no, I, what do I care? But also it's weird because like in the early days of the pod, I would be like, oh, I bombed on this show and I want to talk about it. But is it weird if I'm broadcasting to the world that I'm bombing mm-hmm. and I would. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to tell the truth. Right. And I got all these messages like, oh, it's so nice to hear you bomb. I'm like, I'm a big fan. And the fact that you bomb makes yeah. me feel better. And yeah. I, so that was. Like, what's bombing to you, though? Like- <laughs> ah, well, like Kalamazoo, I fucking died. Yeah. That was, I was telling him, it was like 10, 11,000 people not laughing is yeah. the most deafening <laughs> silence. Farm people coming in and shit, and there's like oh. plenty of there's plenty. Of, you, there's a hundred reasons why you did. It wasn't you, you know. Yeah, it was part me, but there was. A, I had to remember yeah. like I had like a wave of like uh, mm-hmm. after you're bombing for so long, sweating, dripping down your ass crack. You just kind of yeah. like have a wave. Your body saves you because your body's like fuck it. And I just started like living in the bomb and just <laughs> yeah. continued on. And Does Amy give you shit when that happens? That normally she like, doesn't. She's like, I know you're funny. Don't worry about yeah. it. But that time she gave me shit because she was like. <laughs> She had just agreed to produce my special. So she's like, I'm going to watch you tonight. Oh, of like, course. It's uh, always the one. It's always, always the one, the one. They, so, they say they're going to watch, man. And so she's just watching this guy who she's putting a lot of time and money into yeah. to produce a special right. bomb in front of an yeah. arena. It was, uh, yeah. it was the worst night of my life. And I remember... I sat. At, I just sat at the side of the stage and like, oh, it, like man. I was like, I was like, I got raped. You know, I was holding yeah. my knees in the shower. Oh, it was That's brutal. awful. Brutal. That's you know, like awful. talking to the janitor. Like, I don't know what happened out there, the man. He's like, huh, what? <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Which concession are you at? You know, when you bomb, you just need to vent. Mm-hmm. You just like to get it out. It was it was one of those. Yeah, situations. it's bad, man. It's a bad feeling. Oh, and then an arena too. Oh yeah, yeah. You're like that many people saw it. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. All you can yeah. think is Wh- everybody in the crowd thinking. This guy sucks. Yeah, where's who picked where, him? Where'd he come from? Where's Amy? Yeah, where's um, Amy? What the fuck? So, um, and also, I was checking out your website. You've done five co- five Conans. Is that? Oh it? yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a lot of that's twenty minutes. 20, 20 yeah, or more. Twenty five minutes. Do you yeah. take that from your hour, or do you prep an individual set? Uh, I take it from each? the hour because I think it's one of the perks of not being famous. Yeah, like Chris Rock. I feel like he's got to save that material mm-hmm. for his big special, mm-hmm. but. Mine, my, my, my specials aren't like right. They're coming not. soon, Mark Norman. You know, <laughs> it's just like oh, this guy put on a, a yeah. an hour. 
you know, so I feel like I can still use it on the Conan. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So yeah. So anyway, it is called one crazy story. I didn't know if uh, your Thursday flight debacle. <laughs> oh no, that's that's, <laughs> that's par for the that's anal. Fuck, that's nothing. Par I mean, for it, the anal. It was embarrassing. It was annoying. <laughs> I think that's the title. The 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 ride in was hell because like mm-hmm. we had to fly to Detroit, then we hovered for an hour, couldn't land, then we had to land in Grand Rapids to refuel, and it's not like in a flight where you just. You can't just land and fuel. You got to like land, wait for the fuel guy, do paperwork. It's then the a fuel whole guy thing. Leaves. It's a whole thing. So I'm telling the stewardess of the flight attendant, like, I got to get to, I got to get on and stage. And she was yeah. like, what, what's going on? Like she thought it was like uh-huh. some big event. I was yeah. like, I got to tell dick jokes to yeah. 24 people <laughs> who are drinking. So she was like, what? You'll be fine. Right. But, so you uh, just hopped off and rented a car and drove down? Yeah, but it was hard to get Uber. It was like snowy. Oh, it was a Jesus. whole thing. Um, but my my story, and this is a weird one. <laughs> I love weird, dude. All right, great. I love weird. So I grew up in I grew up in New Orleans in like a dicey neighborhood, mm-hmm. and uh, I would ride my bike to summer camp every day. It was mm-hmm. like a twenty minute ride. It wasn't bad. Fifteen minute ride. And I'm coming <laughs> back from summer camp. Nice wholesome day at camp, and these kids, like four kids, are uh, chasing me on bikes. Which is pretty normal. Kids you know? No, no, no. Just neighborhood just, yeah. thugs or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Asians. <laughs> and uh, they kept doing the move where they rubbed their front tire on my back tire. Oh, Jesus. They were like right on you. Oh, I, yeah. They I were, don't think that's terrifying. It was scary. But And they kept yelling, let me try your bike, man. Let me try your bike. You know, let me try your bike. And I was like, no, no, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. I'm like, just 10 more minutes, I'm home. Five more minutes, and I'm home. Come on, mm-hmm, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually they started getting annoyed. And they're rubbing the tire. They're like trying to grab my handle and everything. And Jesus. one of them just does the fishtail in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh shit! All what right. is this? This is like a. This is intense. Oh yeah. Well, this was. This How was old were you? Like I was probably twelve. Yeah. Eleven, Jesus, twelve. That's terrifying. And they were like seventeen, sixteen. Yeah. So they so, had to, pubic hair. Yeah. To you. To yeah. You, to that's, me, these like tough men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, ah, oh, fuck, you know. And they and they were like real poor kids too. Like you uh-huh. can tell. So they yeah, like, so they're they they'll fuck you up. Oh yeah, they, they got nothing to shit. lose. Yeah. they were like real rinky dink. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna take away from me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't even have a dad. <laughs> so they pull. Life took my dad away. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> they skid in front of me, so I'm like, all right, I gotta stop now. So mm-hmm. then I hit the brakes, and I'm just standing there, and I'm like, just what am I gonna do? Fight four guys and they're older yeah. and bigger and blacker and uh, i'm like ah geez all right just you know just give it back or i said i was like kind of pleading with them like ah just please don't take it. it's my only bike whatever and the guy was yeah yeah don't worry so one kid was sitting on the handlebar so he jumped off he tried my bike and he just goes check you and just rode away jesus and they all started just- laughing you got bike jacked, man. I got bike jacked. Well, didn't they have to leave a bike? Oh, you said he was on he was the, the handlebars. handlebars. Yeah, yeah okay. they know. They know yeah, they, this doing. is like this is routine. Shit. It was like those cowboy days where like <laughs> the guy's holding two horses, you know, and he steals one of your horses. But uh, yeah, so he took the bike, and I was like, you know, all oh, what do you? I was all wisp- wispy, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, just horrible. Yeah, and I'm running home crying, and I get home, my mom's like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Ah, my bike got stolen." And she was like, "Motherfucker!" Ah, she yeah. got all pissed. So she called the cops. I was like, "Don't call the cops." What yeah, are they don't bring do? police into this. Yeah, you're so, t- I love that this is your 12 and you're having this conversation with your mother. Oh, don't yeah. call the cops, ma. And and I remember <laughs> I walked by like a uh, like a living room mirror, and I realized I had face paint. 
I had like a rainbow face paint because I was at summer camp, <laughs> like a kid summer camp, but it was like face paint day. Oh my god! So on one side I had like a horse face painted on my cheek, and the other cheek had like a rainbow or something oh on god. it. So I was like, oh, I was a I, fucking sitting duck. I was a target. Yeah, you of course, were asking. I was asking for you it. You were asking for it. Of course, I don't like like a tough kid with a goddamn rainbow on my cheek. <laughs> so that was like, oh, and I didn't realize I talked to the cop with this, so the cop like took yeah. my information with a rainbow. So I the mean, cop actually showed up. Oh yeah, the cop and they came. They took a statement and everything. Yeah, he took, took a it. statement. Yeah, he didn't. He was just writing, probably like writing <laughs> he just, below me. I'm just gonna, in a pamphlet, you know. He's just fuck this kid. Yeah, yeah. Why am I here? You know. So he had the little notebook, flipped it over, wrote bullshit <laughs> down, and then at the time I had a uh, transgender nanny. Which really? I guess was transvestite, big black guy with a wig and high heels. And this he, was your babysitter. It was like our nanny, housekeeper kind of guy. What like, year was this? Uh, Man, ninety three progressive 94. household. I like oh, it. My parents are the most liberal. Yeah, New Orleans man. Yeah, hippie dippy yeah. folk. So that's cool though. Yeah, it was cool. And to me, it was just normal. I was just right. a kid, and, and his name was Enos. Which Enos. Is weird it sounds like he, Enos. He had to change it to Enos. I assume. I don't know. But like, he was, Jesus Christ, you were meant to be a comedian. Dude. I guess. Yeah, but it was just normal. <laughs> he was a, like a burlesque guy at night. So he would oh, be in here right. and he would do songs at night for all like, right. you know, weirdos. Dude, what is what, that? Yeah, he was meant to be in New Orleans yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was all very New Orleans. Yeah. So, and by the way, this is on Esplanade Avenue, which is like three mm-hmm. blocks from the French Quarter. Mm-hmm. So, uh. Oh, he, wow. You grew up right there? Oh, yeah, right there. And it was, it was dicey back yeah. then. Now it's kind of like cool. And, yeah. And weird. Oh, probably annoying too. Are your parents still there? Yeah. Like in the same spot? No, different spot. Yeah. We got robbed a lot. Yeah. Damn. Because I went there for the first time last year. Sorry to break oh, away. No, from the please. story but I went there for the first time last year obviously did all the bourbon street shit just cause I've never been and I was like yeah, I gotta check it out and then you know you walk three blocks in one direction and like you know <laughs> the cops are like you guys should probably turn around yes, and I'm like yes. what we're like two blocks from like everything else know, and he's like crazy. yeah you just you, you're just an idiot you tourist it's you know? the weird it's lawless written all over me it goes street to street yeah. the streets beautiful and churches yeah. i mean it's and, all beautiful but then it's like then you just see like you can just tell i'm like yeah we shouldn't be alone on this street oh, yeah. <laughs> and it used to especially be this guy there used to be projects like this whole big thing of projects like three blocks away and uh-huh. they tore those down after katrina because uh-huh. it was like they got they had to get emptied yeah but uh, before that, they were just there. So mm-hmm. it was like the projects were three blocks away from basically Times Square mm-hmm. of New Orleans. Wow. It was insane. So it was always a raping and a mugging. Yeah, and just a, a whole bunch of shit going on. Beating up. up, yeah. So I tell the cop, the cop leaves, and I tell Enos what happens mm-hmm. after I scrub my face. <laughs> and he's like, fuck that. What would they look like? I'm like, I don't know, a couple of kids. And he's like, get in the van. Oh, shit. He had this old van, like an A-team style. Oh, shit. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to get in the van. Dude, fuck it, man. Yeah. It's over. I've already cried. I hate myself. I have face pain. Yeah, You're I'm over it. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, we have, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a lot going on here. There's a lot going I've on. I've had a day. I've already been to summer camp and back and gotten <laughs> mugged and the whole thing. Uh-huh. So he's like, get in the van. So I get in the van, and we're just driving around the neighborhood mm-hmm. looking for my bike, which feels stupid and pointless. But it's a, it's a congested neighborhood. I mean, you could, ideally, I mean, it makes sense. Completely. It's, there's, you know, you could see those kids just, yeah, and just riding around. I, even as a guy who grew up there and lived in that neighborhood for, I don't know, 10 years, there were still parts I never went in because it was so rough. Uh-huh. So we went through those neighborhoods. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, he's... Well, yeah, no one's fucking with guy. Enos, dude. No one's fucking with Enos. Especially the 17, 18 year olds. Yeah, dude. exactly. <laughs> so I'm like slouched in the shotgun. I don't want no anyone to see me, you uh-huh. know, because I don't want to get spotted. And we I see these kids on a stoop, like 
taking apart my bike. No shit. They're like stripping it? They're stripping it because they don't want people to know that it's Oh my God, this is like an industry. Yes, (laughs) it is. I guess so. It's almost like stealing cars and shit. Right. Like, I mean, we're just going to strip this. We'll use the parts for, or we'll we'll scrap the metal. I I guess so. I mean, that's that's what it sounds like. What an operation these kids had. (laughs) Oh yeah, it it was impressive. And like, I remember they had all kinds of like strewn out parts uh-huh. like on the sidewalk. And uh, he was like, that your bike? I'm like, oh, that's my bike. He's like, Are you 100% sure? I'm like, yeah, I recognize the fl- the fins and whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, wait here. <laughs> and he gets out of the car, high heels, wig, the oh whole my thing. God. And these kids just start laughing. And they go, ah, look at this faggot. I mean, oh this is the early God. 90s. Yeah. So this was like a crazy thing still. Yeah. And they're like, look at this faggot. They're like jumping up and down. And he just goes, that's not your bike. And they're like, fuck you, bitch. What are you going to do? Oh, and shit. he goes, I'm going to take that bike back. <laughs> and they were like, bitch, ah, blah, blah. And he just took the bike. And I remember the kid like held it. And then he, he just yanked it again. And the kid let go. And he stood there like, what are you going to do? They didn't do anything. He put the bike on his shoulders, mm-hmm. turned around, walked to the van, slid the door open, threw the bike in, slid the door closed, and we drove home. Hell yeah, and dude. And that was it. Enos jacked a bike. Well, the, rightfully his bike. He got the bike back. He got the and bike back. I learned everything I ever wanted to know about like being a man and standing up for yourself from, from a tranny. From, yeah. <laughs> and I still think to this day those kids now probably have like a tranny fetish. Probably. They watch tranny porn because they're like, they, they got cucked <laughs> by they this guy. They got cucked by Enos. They got cucked by Enos. <laughs> they got cucked by Enos and, Mar- and, Mar- and Mark Norman. Yeah, I mean, I, I hopefully they didn't see me. Yeah, I was right. like slunched uh, like, down well, by the... that's great. Uh, if you... Like, like, I love that. I, I I really love the idea of these kids. You know, Enos gets out. There's no one else around. No. So this guy pulled up for no reason. It's like right. he just knew it wasn't their bike. You know, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't know oh, it's yeah. your. You know, they don't know it's your uh, nanny. That's true. You and know? they would never guess that in a million years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh that's my god. I wonder. I wonder if those kids still think about this day. Yeah, I wonder because that's pretty jarring. I mean, you remember that? Of course. Whether or not. I, I mean, terrified. I mean, you know, if you remember it, I'm sure they do. They, you know? they must. I yeah. mean, just, it might. I don't know. It's probably equally traumatizing for both of you. Like a twelve-year-old yeah. getting bike jacked and then uh, a trans jacked. Yeah, trans jacked. But to be fair, those I'm sure those kids are dead. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they probably are. Let's hope. I mean, let's go. Yeah, they started stealing cars eventually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, Enos. Uh, you you guys keep in touch with Enos? Uh, he actually got killed. What? Because he was fooling around with a guy, and then the dong came out, and the guy flipped out and killed him. Are you fucking? Are you kidding? No, me? my mom had that. Had like, sit down, boys, and told us the whole thing over dinner. Are you kidding me? No, no. New Orleans is fucking. Oh my god, crazy! I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. I, I usually just. It's usually. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's usually like. So how's Enos doing? You're like, yeah, we keep in touch. He, It'd be nice. I'd love to chat. I'd love to have him Fuck. on the pod. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I bet he's got some goddamn stories. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like he probably didn't even remember this bike thing. Yeah, no, yeah, this was not this was nothing to him. That was a Saturday, you know. How long how like, how old were you when Enos died? I think I was like 15. Yeah, man, what a thing to tell a 15-year-old. I know. Yeah. And, and you know. Yeah. But we grew Damn, up fast dude. down there. Yeah, seriously. I don't think I don't think anything that's happened to me can even come close oh, to Oh, were you like a suburban? No, man. Well, yeah, suburban Detroit like, you know, pasty white, normal, safe childhood right you know divorced parents whatever you know nothing but you know but i mean there's no enos uh yeah i didn't know i didn't know probably what what transgender was till 2016 (laughs) you know i'm way behind on the times here i'm still learning right what'd your mom say about enos getting your bike back did she say did she hear about it they were kind of weirdly just like oh good because i think 
Mm-hmm. We look at it as like this crazy thing, but to these adults, they're like 40s. So yeah. Like, oh, you got your bike back from those dumb kids? Good. You <laughs> yeah, know? Fuck those kids. And I'm like, yeah, but those kids would beat the shit. They would knock yeah. my teeth out. To like, a 12-year-old, this is huge. Completely. This is your world, man. Yeah, this feels like, you know, America beating Germany, <laughs> yeah. you know, in, the, in World War II. But to <laughs> them, they were like, oh, good. You, you told those kids what, what? All right. Oh, their dad should punish them. And I'm like, yeah, but this is, this is the streets, sister. <laughs> yeah, you don't understand, man. Yeah, street justice. Street justice. So, but yeah, but I've walked in on plenty of robberies as yeah. a kid. Like, seeing a robbery is so weird. Because you always come home later and the window's broken and the t- chair's fallen down and everything and the TV's gone. It's just a normal thing. You walk into the living room and yeah. shit, man. Well, we left that house on Esplanade Avenue because I was in a Mardi Gras parade mm-hmm. and two guys knocked on my back door, my parents' back door. My dad answered it like in his underwear mm-hmm. and it, a guy just stuck a gun in and my dad was like, ah! Holy shit. And so they're like, where's the keys to the car? Where's the jewelry? Give me the credit cards, the debit cards. And he was like, okay, okay, take it easy. And my mom runs out, so then they kind of freak out. So they like pistol whip my dad. Holy he goes shit. down. Then they tie my parents up with my dad's neckties and my brother while they're watching TV. And the guy like takes my dad around by the scruff of his neck. He's like, "All right, which room is this in?" And so eventually, they moved out. Yeah, I, was I like, mean, this is too much. That was that's the only time that happened. At least the violent, the violent, the violent thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, that was like the last straw. I walked in on like- one when I was like eight. Really? I was walking downstairs, just walking around, and this guy, giant guy, like I bumped into him in the living room. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? He was <laughs> like, oh, hey, is your dad around? And I was like, ooh, I don't know. Let me go find him. And I just walked around the house going, dad, it was a huge house. Mm-hmm. And you dad. were on to him. You were on to him? I didn't know. Oh, shit. I didn't know. I was so young and innocent. Yeah. I was clueless. Yeah. And I was like, dad, dad. I was upstairs looking for my dad. I was an adult once mm-hmm. you're dad. It's like important. Mm-hmm. And then I got up to the front or the top of the stairs and I could see out into the backyard or we had a window looking over yeah. the back and I saw him run through the backyard with a computer under his arm, <laughs> like a monitor. I was like, huh, what That's does that weird. mean? Yeah. And my dad came dad's home. Computer. Yeah, my dad came home later and was like, what's going on? I was like, yeah, some guy came in, took a computer he was looking for. It. He's like, what? Oh. What? <laughs> and then they called it. I had to talk to a cop again and okay, describe the guy. Oh my God. So the what cops it, knew us. What if it was the same cop? It was like, a kid with a stolen bike? <laughs> Yeah. Where's the face paint? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Where's oh, the rainbow? Yeah. So one time we got robbed like three times in a month. So it was getting like scary. Jesus. And uh, people were just home during all this shit no, too? No, no. My parents worked yeah. at a law firm somewhere and then I went to school. My brother was at school. Yeah. So, so like during the day you'd come home and shit's missing. Yeah. And uh, the, we got robbed so many times that we kept calling the cops and they would be like, all right, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We're going to send two patrol guys to sit in your kitchen overnight just in case somebody breaks in. We'll just grab them. And we were, as an eight-year-old, I was like, that's fucking awesome. We got cops in the house. <laughs> like, I felt so safe because right. it was so scary to live there. Yeah. And uh, so at night, it's like nine o'clock. I, there's two cops in the in the kitchen, like sleep, like, you know, in the dark waiting. Wow. I'm like, this is so cool. And I couldn't fall asleep. Then I finally passed out. Seven o'clock, I wake up, I run downstairs, like picturing two guys in cuffs, you know, like the cops <laughs> yeah, got them. And I went downstairs and the cops were already gone. They left at like 6 a.m. And they had eaten everything in the kitchen. Those sons of bitches. So we got robbed again. You got robbed by the cops. The Pop-Tarts were gone. The cereal was gone. The milk was gone. Everything. Everything, everything was the gone. the ice cream bars, you those, name it. Those assholes. Assholes. And did they come back? Oh, we got robbed like a week later, yeah. Oh, but God. it was kind of silly, just like, yeah, we'll stay here one night yeah. on the off chance you might get robbed. Right, yeah, that's, yeah, New Orleans, man. It's kooky. Mm-hmm. It's a lawless town. Yeah, how is it now? 
It's better, but it's like everything else. You know, yeah. it's like New York. Like the edge is gone, mm-hmm. but now it's like squeaky clean, mm-hmm. and there's a pink berry here, <laughs> and a CVS there, yeah. and a Subway sandwich shop. Yeah, so. we'll put a Chipotle in, and exactly. that'll move the poor people. Right, right. It's like, it's like New York just put all their homeless people in New Jersey. It's like, <laughs> hi, look at us. <laughs> yeah, we we're got the South Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's that, you know, weigh your options, you know, what's yeah. better. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. glad you guys got out of there. Damn. Yeah. Shit. Uh, you wonder why Whitey went to the Burbs. Yeah. And it's shit like that. Yeah. White flight. Man, that shit's intense, man. I can't even, I don't think I've ever been wrong. Oh, like, not like. I, oh, I've, really? I've not, like, not the house, but like, you know, car stolen and like, All right. you know, it's, but you know, that shit happens. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> I, I got mugged three times in New York in the first year. Oh, for real? Just like on the street and shit. Yeah, like beat up and shit, or just like robbed. I got knocked out once. Like snuck up on and just. No, nah, it was all. It was everyone. And I sound like a, a rape victim here, but they were all my fault. <laughs> uh, one time, I got shit faced at this bar that had like mm-hmm. quarter pitcher night. So what area? Oh, alone. that's dangerous. What area? <laughs> this was Hell's Kitchen, which okay. was like the fifties mm-hmm. on the west side, and uh, I got drunk alone at this bar. Walked home and I was like so drunk and tired that I was like, I'm just gonna sit here for a minute. And I sat in like, oh, yeah, like a little alcove. Yeah, and uh, I fell asleep. Man, that's well, yeah. But being from New Orleans, dude, this yeah. is you're like, what the fuck? It's New York. It's exactly. it's like New. It's kind of like New Orleans. What's this? Can't be sleeping on the street in New York or taking a breather. That's yeah. nothing to you. There's so many people around. I'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. And I wake up and these like three guys are like going through my shit. And I kind of like, Ugh! and one of them goes, he's getting up, and he hit me, and I, he, I knocked oh my back God. out, like I went out. And you just woke up a few <laughs> later. Everything was gone. Everything. Yeah. God damn, dude. My wallet, my keys, my virginity, you name it. <laughs> and uh, that was one. Another time, this is the craziest one. I don't know how much time I'm oh, taking up here. No, dude, as much time as you want. It's only, it's 436, so we got. All right. Yeah. So I'm as walking much time down. As you want. I used to live in Crown Heights, which is like mm-hmm. way out in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I go, I kind of like dozed off on the train. So I f- went like a couple stops past mine, but I was like, that's ah, a nice night. I'm drunk. I'll make the walk. <laughs> and I see these guys on the corner, like five guys out of a movie, like The Wire. Oh, They're man. shooting dice, jumping around, yelling. Like, that's a bad sign. Bad sign. When, you, when you're walking up on that and you're alone, probably drunk. The whole thing, 40s, <laughs> the money, Jesus cash Christ. on the sidewalk, yeah. everything. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I got to cross the street. Mm-hmm. So I cross the street. <laughs> I'm walking past him. I'm like, all right, I got by them. And then I see like an older guy coming towards me. He had a white beard, older, maybe like 50-something guy. And he's like, give me that radio. <laughs> and I was so drunk, I go, not a radio. <laughs> Thinking that would like sway him. You know? That was your that was your defense. Was, it's not a radio. Yeah. What radio? Exactly. What radio, sir? And uh, I love was, that he just said, give me that radio. Give me that radio. Like, he wasn't even like, hey, kid. Nothing. You know, wasn't. Yeah, no hello. He's a pro. He's right. just like he's just phoning this one in. I think he was just like, this is too easy. Yeah, this one, look at this idiot. He doesn't know where he's at. Right. So he just yanks the cord, mm-hmm. and I yank it back, and now we're going back and oh, forth. Shit. And then he picks me up like my shirt, and you know when a business closes, they put that metal gate down. Mm-hmm. He just starts banging me against those, and it's, Jesus. it's like thunder, like pow, pow, pow. And before I know it, those five guys run over and just beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> They pull him off me and like start wailing on him, and I'm talking. They're like not holding oh, back. They're kicking they're him in the face and everything. Ass. And I was just like, ah! And I grab my iPod 
And I go, thank you, uh, and I ran home. Holy shit. Who knew that those guys would be like your savior? You can't savior? judge. You can't yeah. judge. Damn. And that's, it's so funny. It's like the world telling you, you asshole. Yeah, yeah, You're exactly. across the street. <laughs> but I talked to a cop about it a couple months later, and he was like, uh -huh. oh, well, clearly they were drug dealers, and mm -hmm. they can't have a white kid getting killed in their neighborhood. Oh, That'll cause too much attention to their shit. turf. That's interesting, though. So they had, to, they had to pick. Yeah. But it tells you a lot about like socioeconomic. That's interesting. I never, I never would have thought about I that. I never would have thought that either. But it's more, it's worse for business to have a white kid dead than a black guy. That is true, apparently. man. Apparently, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah, more attention would be drawn. Fuck, drug dealers are smart, man. They are. They really are smart. I mean, they're street entrepreneurs. Yeah, basically. It's, yeah, it's just an illegal. It's just an illegal version of what you know. Like yeah, taxpayers do. And in a funny, it's a business because they're going. This will hurt our brand. <laughs> yeah, you know, if yeah. you really translate it, that's <laughs> what they're saying. That'd be great if they said that while they were kicking his ass. <laughs> Get out of here, kid. This is gonna hurt our brand. Right. right. Yeah. We gotta keep up. Good face. Oh my god. Well, good for them, man. Mm -hmm. Here I am thinking they were like helping you out, but they're just protecting the brand. I know, but hey, I'll take it. Hey, that's fine with me. I mean, that's... who knows where I'd be if they didn't do anything? Right. Because I was like, I would hit that guy in the face, and he wouldn't budge. Oh, he's big. And my that's... feet were dangling. It was like out of a movie. I think he was on PCP or some yeah. crazy drug like that. Man, that's why I'm, that's why I always stay kind of fat, hard to pick up. Uh, there you, you know, go. just like hard to. <laughs> yeah, like I, I could get picked up, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a minute. You know. <laughs> He'd have to get like a knee in there. Yeah. yeah. Help you. All <laughs> yeah. right. On three. Yeah, right. It would have taken all five of them to pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who's going to rob me? You're all busy. Yeah. All <laughs> Very old school robbery, too. Like the lapels, you know, yeah. feet dangling. It was like a silent movie. I can, I can just picture it. Damn. Did yeah. you get hurt at all? Not really. No. no. Just so I mean, roughed up. It was just getting slammed against the wall, and the wall was like. And these two flimsy, you know. These two uh, muggings happened. Uh, it was uh, within a year. And there's another year? one. I was just such a bad drunk, and when you're a bad <laughs> drunk, you make such dumb decisions. Yeah, and, and your they, confidence is up. You're like, I'm fine. There's people it, playing jacks. I'd keep going, you know, jacks. like or whatever <laughs> dice, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing Uno right there. But, Uno uh, or like sorry. Yeah, but I was uh, just such a drunk. That I was, you know, your inhibitions are low. You're not yeah. thinking like this could be a bad decision. You're just like, mm -hmm. I'll take a, a nap here. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> it's like when you eat pizza at four in the morning. You're like, I'm gonna eat eight slices right. of pizza. It's but then, easy to make that decision, exactly. especially when you're wasted. Yeah, it's the it's the eat pizza of getting mugged. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a nap on the streets of New York. Well, the the transition to New York is so hard like, as a comic, as like mm -hmm. a poor comedian that like I would have to drink just to like get through it. Did you even take a day job when you moved? I did. When I took you many, first moved, I took many yeah, just like I went up there with four hundred dollars. Yeah. So that like went in a day. Yeah. Shit. So yeah, I, I was a uh, I worked at New York Film Academy, which is where I went to school. By uh -huh. the way. Uh -huh. Pretty sad when you'd be like. I'll go to the school and get a job here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not leaving. Yeah. Yeah. And that job was so hard. And then after that, I was like, I want no office. I want no right. clerical phone Well, that sounds calls. like that, that job at least paid all right. It paid well, yeah. yeah. But so it was, you could at least have a, uh, you could live there uh, and take care of yourself. You don't yes. have to like really like, you know, you're, you could you could be healthy. Exactly. You live I mean, a healthy I, lifestyle. You, I, could, you had the opportunity to. I had the to, option, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, but the job was so hard and like taxing because mm -hmm. like, you want a job that can leave you free to think because yeah. you're a comedian, you mm -hmm. know? So after that, I swore like I'll never do another job like that. I'm doing all labor. Mm -hmm. So I became a furniture mover, construction worker, mm -hmm. then eventually janitor. 
Oh, and that yeah. was the best job ever. Yeah, because you do whatever the fuck you wanted. You got the earbuds in. You got podcasts, yeah. mopping, yeah. zen. You get go into your own world there. You don't uh-huh. talk to anybody. And also, people see the janitor. They're kind of like, ugh, <laughs> yeah. which I'm fine with. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Either. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Stay away from me. Yeah, and I was I lived like a weird goblin. Like I would go in the uh, boiler room, which is just big <laughs> machines and pipes and shit. And I was doing like writing in there, and like I had like a table set up. I would sleep in there. I would eat lunch in there. And uh, I did a lot of writing in that boiler room. Damn, dude. Where was this janitor gig at? I worked at a high-rise in Midtown. It was like a skyscraper that you could rent offices. Yeah. So it was just all these random businesses who would rent out offices on the particular floors. And I would just go in and mop the lobby, (laughs) refill the coffee, clean the toilets, you know, anything broke, I fixed it, hang up pictures for women and put their furniture together and shit. Pretty good gig. A little more than hang up some pictures. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was a little janitor fetish going on. I hooked up with the receptionist there. Yeah, at one point on the job. No, no, no that would have no. been that would have been great. But uh, some about a woman seeing a guy with a hammer on a on a loop. I think it's a tingle. <laughs> it's in the enough. Badge. It's enough of a manly action. Yes. that's like oh. <laughs> but thank God for iPhones because I lied to get the job. Like I was yeah. I had no experience. So they'd be like, the fuses are blown on floor 38. You got to get in there. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So now I'm at the fuse box Googling fuses. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I didn't know what. YouTube will save your life. How completely. to. Yeah. Completely. I've, I've never. I've patched a hole in drywall once. I had no clue how to do that. Yeah, but I you was did like, it. I got to fix this hole. I went to YouTube. I think it's it's human beings at their peak when they're forced to do shit they don't know how to you do. You figure it out. You figure it out. I work better under pressure. Completely. You know? uh, yeah. Like, I, I always wait to the last second to do shit. Yeah. Just because I know I have no choice anymore. Same, yeah. same. And, and but whether or not my the the like the out like the outcome is actually better than who's to say, but but you still try yeah. and you're better for it. Mm-hmm. Like this woman was like, Can you hang these shelves for me? I'll give you like a hundred bucks. And at the time it was a like, hundred bucks. Oh my god. Yeah. And I looked at it and any other time I would have been like, fuck this, this is way over my head, but I had to do it. Uh-huh. And I fucked up and like put And some, she's watching you. She's watching. Yeah, that's and you're what like, I was gonna she's going to know I'm a fraud. Fuck. The watching you is the worst part. Mm-hmm. At one point, she's like, I have to go get some files. I was like, thank God. Yeah, yeah. You're going to sit there. Take your time, lady. Yeah, please. Uh, so that, that stuff, but it makes you smarter and quicker because you're like using all that brain. It's kind of like when you go, like I went to China last year mm-hmm. for a gig. And you get off the plane, everything's in Chinese yeah. characters. Now you gotta work. Your iPhone doesn't work. Yeah. And you just gotta use real old fashioned yeah, maneuvering, like brain power and skill set and yeah. figure shit out. I met someone that uh, he refuses to get rid of his flip phone. Yeah. Because, and he doesn't save the numbers. He dials, you know, it's so like if I'm, mm. I'm calling Mark, I'm gonna type out the number every time just because it wow. keeps my brain, like, you know what I mean? So I'll, he memorizes. Yeah. Wow. Like he's like, he, it forces you to use your head. I mean, I don't know if there's something to that. I don't know if we had the technology long enough to yeah. like figure figure out if it really contributes to like Alzheimer's and shit like that, I which, put it past. which it probably does. Yeah. But you know, I, there's gotta be something to that. Like I'm going to ask this guy for directions. Where's I North? Completely agree. You know, shit I, like that. I think that's bull. What is he? Native American? <laughs> no, that's yes. impressive. Yeah, it puts his ear to the ground. Yeah. You know? Train tracks are humming. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always tell myself I want to do it. And then I just, I'm like, fuck, why? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, why? It's just so efficient. Well, cause, yeah. And I don't want to, f- I, I hate when people ask me for directions. Uh, I, I, I'm like, you, if you can't figure it out in 2018, right. you, you just, you don't deserve to get there. You don't deserve <laughs> but I, don't, I But I also don't want to be the guy asking people for directions all the time. You right. Know? Like, how do I get there again? You know, no. but thanks to comedy though, like when you work the road, at least in the Midwest, I can get anywhere just about at least, uh, 
uh, via highway. Right, you know, right. I can get to any city with, without a GPS. You know? Oh, really? I mean, I've driven to enough places that it's like, oh, yeah, that's near, you now, know. And were you going fold-out map on the steering never wheel? Never did that. Always GPS. I'm a millennial. That's the millennial in me. But when I started, like, getting, like, little, like road gigs here and there, I just, you know, I'd GPS it. But then you do the gigs enough. You go to the right, same room right. every year, and it's like, oh, I know exactly where that's at. That's cool, man. That's yeah. a skill. That's a dying it's art. It's helpful. I'll tell you, that direction stuff is great, like, with a girl. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I know the New York subway system, like, mm-hmm. the back of my asshole, because I can just get all over it. And you'll go on a date with a girl, and you'll just come this way. This is the best way. And I'll, I'll go, oh, no, take it right here. This is a shortcut. And they love that shit. Yeah. And you look cool, because you know it. And it's, like, masculine to, like... There's something to that. Yeah, know your way around and mm-hmm. know the best way. And Or, like, they're, her. like, pulling out their phone. and like, oh, you don't want to go that way. Well, you know, I got oh, you. Yeah. that's a vagina dryer. When you're just going, <laughs> hold on. The GPS is fucking, oh, hang on, all right. And you're standing there, like, looking up, squinting your eye. No, get it's in like there. The, it's the modern version of looking at a map. Like, where's yes. the atlas, honey? Right, yeah, right, like, yeah. Oh. So that's all, all good to know and good to have, like... Always great to just be able to find stuff and use your wits because mm-hmm. it's a, it's rare now. Yeah. Um, well, dude, thank you so much for letting me. Uh, well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, well, thanks I for coming to my it. hotel. I appreciate yeah, that. This made it nice and easy. Um, I, you know, as, if you, what do you got? What's coming up? You uh, website? What? Where can people find sure. you? Sure, I'm yeah. on the road every weekend, literally for the rest of the year. So, so like, yeah. come go to marknormancomedy.com, and I'm sure I'm coming to a town near you. Oh yeah. And uh, at Mark Norm on Twitter. And listen to my podcast, Tuesdays with Stories. Hell yeah. Me and Joe List. Yeah, that shit's, that's awesome. Uh, Funny thanks. shit, man. Thank you so much. Thank you.